the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. Welcome to the Liberty Hour. I am Charles Love, and this is the episode I have been looking forward to and dreading for, uh, what is this, 13 weeks now, Macbeth? Uh, yeah, it's about that. Yeah, 12, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I sit here. If you listen, I'm sure you're coming back and you're a regular. I talk about the culture all the time, and I kind of dip my toe into politics when they connect, but I leave all that to other people. Not today. Today is the day that I talk about pretty much the election all all uh, show. Two hours. Wow! Exactly. So... Uh, kind of the disclaimer up front, there's a reason why I don't that often, because I don't want to run you away. Keep in mind, I'm that same liberally loving guy, but I'm probably going to upset just about everybody listening, and especially Trump supporters. I still love you. I've been watching social media saying, you know, that's the left that cancels people just because they don't agree with me. So you all remember that and have that ringing in your ear when I say what I have to say. But I'm not alone. Well, obviously, I'm not alone. Macbeth's here. But I, we're not alone. I brought along somebody to kind of mix it up. I'm, I'm not going to save you in this. Just to let you know. <laughs> you might. It, it might it might not even be on purpose, but you might just feel Fair sorry enough. for me and jump in. Um, so I, I wanted somebody to mix it up with. And I said, who better to have than somebody who you all know and love? The, uh, she is a... Former radio host from WLS on the Stephanie Trussell show and fill in host here at AM 560. Welcome, everybody. Stephanie Trussell, welcome to the Liberty Hour. Oh, my goodness. Thank you very much, Charles. I'm so excited to be here. And, you know, two days before the election, I think we've got a lot to talk about in the next couple of hours. We shouldn't have a problem with coming up with topics. No. And, I, and, I, and my call to the listeners is simple. Give us a call at 312-642-5600. Give us your prediction. Uh, for the election and give us the one or two issues you think are what's behind your prediction, what's going to turn the election the way you believe it will be. And it'll be interesting to see what the the people will say. So I want to start off by talking about the people who will decide the election, the voters, and get your opinion on this, Stephanie, and the listeners. So I look at the electorate as several different groups of voters. And I break them up this way. You got the MAGA, right? And they break down to subdivisions of 
conservatives who are Trump supporters and those people who kind of get ignored, which are the Trump people who aren't really, you know, conservatives or Republicans. The people who, when Trump is gone, will probably leave with them because the Republicans aren't doing much to hold them. Right. That's one category. Then you have the establishment Republicans. And there they either hold their nose because they don't want to vote for the left or maybe stay at home. Notice I didn't say never Trumpers because I think there's a difference between the two, even though they bleed. There are obviously establishment Republicans that are never Trumpers, but the never Trumpers are in a category on their own. Right. After the after the establishment Republicans, we have independence, which, you know, largely the real fight uh, is because it's such a small number of people who, who actually sit there. Then the never Trumpers. Now, see, the never Trumpers are the holier than thou elitist, either who think that um, because he's not doing what we want to do. And when he says drain, drain the swamp, he means us. We want him out. You know, we're all uh, Ivies and we just don't think he fits with us or they just hate him so much that they're willing to jump to the other side and vote against what they say they believe. There's the liberals who hold their nose and, and vote for Biden despite Trump just because they hate Trump so much. And the Bernie bros, the far left, the socialists, right, who are really either voting for Kamala they're staying at home because Bernie got hosed or, <laughs> or right or they're going to suck it up and maybe vote for uh, Biden. But notice, I didn't call anybody Biden supporters because I actually don't think there exists. Stephanie, what do you think of my list? Oh, wow. What a great breakdown of exactly who everybody is. And, you know, I, I, I don't understand people at this point two days before or even a week ago that have yet to make a decision which candidate they're going to vote for because they couldn't be more different. But, you know, I've been thinking a lot lately about the people that truly, truly hate Trump with the heat of a thousand and sons and and they they are not policy people they rarely talk about policies that he's passed or supports that they don't like it's all about personality and like you said those highbrow people that think he's not presidential enough and then i had to remember that um after ted cruz dropped out i too was a never trumper i lost a lot of friends from june until the second week of october i was i can't vote for that man and it was all personality it had nothing to do with what he believed in and then and so i i'm trying to sympathize with those people and i'm thinking how can i um win them over to our side because i know what it was like but it's just you just at one point something just jolts you into the reality of don't look at trump the man look at Trump the mission I'm stealing that from one of the hosts that one of the guests I had on my Facebook show this week and I I just want to give that person credit for saying that and that's what it's all about at this point it's a this you have to make a decision because like you said when you talk to Bernie supporters they never they you can you can calmly ask them why should I vote for Bernie and the I keep saying Bernie I'm sorry Joe same difference same agenda but Joe they they'll tell you well, because I hate Trump, or Trump is a bad guy, or Orange Man bad. They can never give you one policy well, to, that wanna, Biden's great, and this is why I'm voting for, for Biden. Well, see, that's why these, these different groups, that, while they bleed together sometimes, they are distinct different groups. Because I, I will defend the Bernie bros a little bit. Because I think you're talking about some people on the left, but not the Bernie bros, like the socialists, mm-hmm. most feminist women. Are, but not the Bernie bros, because you got to give Bernie bros the credit. The Bernie bros are like our brother, our brother, my sister here, <laughs> Cornell West. Oh, right. Oh I got to give her. I can't stand Cornell, but I'll give him. A, did you hear what he said a few days ago? No, he said we have to vote for 
uh, Biden because we're anti-Trump. We're leftists, right? right? But we cannot pretend who this man is and lie about who he is. Ooh. Let's not get it twisted. Biden sucks. We just want Trump wow. out. That's honesty. I like that's what the see. I disagree with you on the Bernie Bros. The Bernie Bros are like I'm trying to decide whether I stay home or not because I hate Trump and I hate Biden. You won't catch a true Bernie Bros singing Biden's praises. Well, they won't sing his praises, but I think the intelligent ones understand that if they stay home, they're going to get uh, given an opportunity. That's a vote for Trump. So the ones they're holding their nose, they're still upset that Bernie got hosed not once but twice. But right. they're going to go ahead and vote for for most um, of them because of them. yeah because he's not Trump and and you know I personally can speak to that because everyone knows I have five kids and my middle kid and I hope he's listening he was a Bernie bro and I know he he probably voted for Biden I'm in I'm in denial but yeah but that's okay he's he's 27 I'm giving him till he's 28 in February to slap some sense into him and maybe he'll get it but let's just talk about Trump the man the mission and what he has done to the Republican Party those rallies that he's holding I'm sorry Am I incorrect in saying we've never seen anything like this? Obama has was never able it to draw unreal. that crowd. It is it unbelievable. Is unreal. Yep. I mean, obviously, we got two hours. You don't have to rush it out. But okay. if you want to go there, we can skip around. <laughs> Let's go there. You know, I got to say, um, because uh, quickly, I mean, uh-huh. we'll probably have to do that on the other side. We okay. got a couple well, minutes. I mean, but, we got a few but, minutes. But to be fair, if Sean comes back, I'm going to have to get used to burning every single uh, topic in the first segment. <laughs> So <laughs> we can <laughs> practice now. Oh my That's goodness! That's not uh, right. go the list. Right, get me back but in was, the swing. But I was talking about that group of uh, um, voters, mm-hmm. and the reason I don't talk about politics that much is because people are so it's so divisive yes. today, and people are so intense on this. And I honestly don't fall in any of them. Really. Nope. I, I was a former never Trumper, but I'm not a never Trumper. I don't really care about the guy, which is why I don't talk about him. I'm not an independent because I'm a conservative. I hate the left. I'm not a liberal. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm not a MAGA guy. I'm you, none of these you people. You know what? About a year and a half ago, I coined the, uh, the term seldom Trumper. Oh, on this show, I like that's a description mm-hmm. of myself. Okay. So maybe you fall in with me. Well, I'm I, almost there. Nope. You know what I figured mm-hmm. I am? I got a new description for you. I'm a, a never Blantifa. Never blame That's an easy one. <laughs> uh, right? I'm a, I'm a never uh, whatever the left is serving. Okay. That's what I am. Right? So what, what's unique about me? So I could get on here for an hour with somebody who doesn't hate Trump, who hates Trump, and beat Trump up and say, yeah, I agree with you there. And I was like, yeah, but uh, you're on the left, so I'm stuck. Well, I hope that you, if you're a seldom Trumper or whatever on November 3rd, when you <laughs> go in that Trump booth, that day. you better be a Trumper that day. I tell you that much. And, you know, that's OK. But, you know, again, this is I know we hear this every four years. This is the most important election in our lifetime. But I don't know. But I mean it this time. This is serious, though. <laughs> this is serious. And I tell you, this is this is not a time to stay at home. And I know a lot of people stayed at home last time because Orange right. Man bad. And he just did not fit the narrative of what a presidential candidate looks like. But last time he ran on sizzle. This time he has a lot of stake that he can list and say, this is why you need to vote for me. Well, we, we will uh, talk more about that. And in the next segment, I want to talk about. What irks me about these voters, which is probably at least three or four of this group, you're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM 560, The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM 560, The Answer. Everybody knows that the days are loaded. Welcome back to the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here with the Stephanie Trussell Show. 
And uh, I got a caller on the line, but before I get to that, don't forget, give me a call, 312-642-5600. Give me your prediction for your elect for the election and what the issue is you think will turn the tide. Wait, one one quick thing, Charles. You're a New Yorker now. We all know that you um, you got out and you fled <laughs> Illinois. How do you know? I've, I've never told anybody that because right. I know you don't listen I to listen. the show. Hey, <laughs> I got to give you a, a, you know, a plug. You're doing a great job filling in for Sean. And after I wash my Sunday dishes, I go into my craft room and I'm, I'm making um, greeting cards and I'm listening to you. But I would think that since you're now living in New York, you'd be just a MAGA, uber Trump supporter. What What's wrong? You're not drinking the well, New York water or something? What would New York have to do with it? Because he's from New York. He's, you know. Yeah, and he fled and went to Florida. <laughs> Smart man. But <laughs> so I should, probably, I should probably chase him down to Florida. Yeah, but you know, come on. You know, maybe I'm just too busy focused on the culture and all the other crap which oh, will come okay. up that I can't really spend my time on him. And, you know, so we're going to get to one. I don't know. Do you want to do one now? We're going to get to some of the issues oh, yeah. with me and you. You uh, Trumpers, Trumpers would disagree with me. Here's one. And I'm going to let uh, my buddy on the line get in on it. I'm going to introduce you two because you were both at the, uh, both at CPAC with me and both at the, uh, the, um, what was the at thing the that Candace did? Oh, Freedom Summit? No, the Candace Owen Theater. Oh, the, the um, Blexit. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, at, okay. at the event in D.C. So yeah. you all should uh, awesome. meet each other. But, but here's one. So one of the things that bothers me before the break, I said I was going to say what bothers me about most of the, uh, these groups, definitely MAGA, definitely the leftists, um, the established, oh, definitely the, uh, what do you call them, never Trumpers. Mm-hmm. Probably those three the most. Okay. And the, the, the magazines don't do it as much, but you complain when the other side's and you do it. So one thing that bothers me, I say vote for whoever you want to vote for, believe in whatever you believe, and I see stuff on social media and the right beating up on the left, trying to twist people's votes and telling lies and posting, wait, sp- wait, wait. dumping money in. Dump- what? The right beating up on the left? You got that wrong. No, no. I'm, I'm talking about making fun of them for spending money. You know, like oh. the Lincoln Project. And do you oh, know who ridiculous. Andrew Sullivan is? Andrew Sullivan's like this Oxford, uh, Harvard educated former right, on the right, but he kind of moved away in 2005. So he speaks. He's weird. So he agrees with the right and agrees with the culture guys like me when it comes to, you know, canceling people. He's also gay, but canceling people and the cancel culture. He's all on my team, but he hates Trump. Right. Uh-huh. So what bothers me about them and it's more the left and the right. But you all do it, too. Is that whole trying to convince people to vote for? Don't worry about who I vote for. And I don't mean with the arguments like here's policy decisions. It's the, you know, you, you, you um, beat up on the celebrities who come out and, 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 you know, come out as the Avengers and say, vote for Biden. Look, yeah. I'm wearing my Iron Man. I, I, yeah. and then, I tell and them then to when, shut up and sing or shut right, up and act. Right, I don't right, want to hear what you right, have to right. say. Me too. Right, yeah. I agree with you there. Uh-huh. But then when Jack Nicholas or Brett Favre comes out for your We're guy, like, yeah, you're cheering. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was like, we love So I end up in the middle defending them. So I got into these... Twitter battle with these people attacking Jack Nicholas, even though I'm like, I don't think the dude needed to write a letter and say he was going to vote for it, just shut up and go vote. But the things you all are saying, like, I used to idolize you and now I hate you. I was like, well, maybe you shouldn't idolize a human being. That's true. But, you know, you know this is what we have to remember, Charles. Cardi B bad, <laughs> Lil Wayne good. If so you're idolizing bad. someone and hating them, you're, you've gone too far in both ways. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so that, that but you, you're, you're right there. I don't understand the, then it gets to the slippery slope where we get to pick which celebrity we like mm-hmm. where you're a-list you're a b-list you're white you're black you're whatever you know uh cardi b can make the make that song yeah. and mm-hmm. right and yet and make it number one and then interview somebody who's running for president that's cool Lil wayne says i'm voting for trump not cool yeah, right? right so you, you can't even 
It doesn't even make sense what these people are talking about. But all I'm saying is, if you want to make, I mean, check out my guy Wilford Riley on Twitter. That's the way to do it. He's center right. Mm -hmm. He doesn't agree with Trump on everything. He's not a Trumpster. He's a Trumper. He's just like, look, this what makes sense. Do if you believe this, you believe this. Don't do you think? And he asks questions. Do you think that X Y Z? If all things were equal, would this be this? He never says vote for Trump. He never says vote for Biden. Why you got to try to tell me who to vote for? Well, I have to try to tell. That's how I'm (laughs) wired. I'm going to tell you that you're wrong, and I'm. Right. And <laughs> in just a debate, follow me. yes, but see, that's no, my, my problem. I just do that so in general. You're just as bad. Oh, you're yeah. just as bad yeah. as Andrew Sullivan and Cardi B and, and, and Jennifer Aniston. I don't want Jennifer Aniston telling me who to vote for and doing an Instagram video of her mailing her ballot. Oh. And I don't want Chachi telling me to vote for either. Well, Chachi telling you to vote for Trump. So, um, <laughs> so I'm, that's I'm, okay. I'm with Chachi. But let's no. go. Yeah. Well, go ahead, let's go, go to class and class and uh, welcome to the Liberty Hour. Hey, hey, Charles, look. I am, what up? Hey, guys. I, hey, Stephanie, how are you? I'm great. Hey, um, awesome. I, hey, Charles, I, I, I'm loving Stephanie right now. <laughs> of I'm course you are. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes, but okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hey, you know, I got mad love. Anyway, you know, I will say this. I, I, you don't have to hate Biden. You don't have to hate Hillary. I never, you know, I, I just don't have to hate them. You know, you know, one of the things, and I like to preface this, because as an immigrant here, what stood out to me and what made the difference for me and what gave me my platform is when I really started to look at the U.S. Constitution and the 14th Amendment, specifically where it says, if you're born unnaturalized, you're, you're an American. So first of all, why are blacks referring to themselves as minority? You're an American, period. Ooh. That's what the Constitution says. Mm-hmm. So when I look well, at the it's not it's the African Americans, and they don't believe in the Constitution <laughs> except for the parts they like. <laughs> They read the Constitution like they read the Bible. I like that verse. Right. I like that verse. The rest isn't mine. Right. Don't get me started. Oh, well, you know, you know, hey, that's what I want. That's what I want. So, you know, when I look at it, um, the Constitution, that's where I start my battle. With. So who is supporting this Constitution, Trump or Biden? Well, let's Trump. see. Mm-hmm. Um, Trump. Okay. He's see, I'm not going to lie, me. Trump. Hey, he's going to allow me to rock my shotgun. Okay, he's gonna allow me to speak my mind. Okay, and I think a lot of rappers would identify with that. He's gonna allow me to keep my money, you know. So, but he doesn't uh, you like know, you. But he doesn't like you, and he doesn't like me, and he doesn't like people care. like us. I don't. Hey, guess what? He doesn't have to like. Now me. I agree with you. And he doesn't there. have to care about me. That's what the left loves to say. No. They don't care about me, and I'm thinking I don't want a president to care about me. Because how do you know? How do you know Biden cares about you? Right. They don't know. But, but, but here's this. Here's the deal. The thing is, once my mother took me off her breast, I don't need anybody. <laughs> exactly. Else to Yep. Uh, you know, just, 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 just gone. You know, so we, I'm sorry. We we just gotta kind of move on from from there. You know, and um, so I I can tell people this is where I stand. And as an immigrant, the strongest the strongest argument you have as an American is that your constitution would protect the immigrant. Your borders would protect the immigrants. Hey, some immigrants are fleeing from certain things coming into this country. So if you leave your borders open then those people are free to come in and destroy them. Well, well, see, you know what? What you're saying makes sense. The problem is, it's funny. If you look at immigrants, I won't even say who came here legally, because if you're not, you're not an immigrant, you're illegal. You're an illegal. But the immigrants <laughs> yeah. read the Constitution when they come. So I got to tell you, it's sad, but you know the Constitution better than most African-Americans. I got to let you go because I got other calls. But before you go, <laughs> predictions, let's go. What's your prediction? Prediction, landslide. I'm reading the people. I'm talking 326 to 350. 
All right. I'll reading. hold you to it. Okay. Thank bowl. you. Thank you, class. I'll let you want to go. You, hey, Stephanie, you want to talk to your boy? Verlon's oh, on the line. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You, you Verlon's, go? Hey, Verlon from Verlon, the Southside. Verlon, welcome to Liberty Hour. Yeah. What's going on to the host? And what's going on, Stephanie? We had a good old time yesterday. Don't I get me started so there. Good, I, I, I met so many good people. I mean, I just, I didn't want to leave. I was invited. I wanted to, I wanted to, <clears throat> I wanted to move to Lake Geneva. I, had to, to <laughs> I, I tell you, you're, you're trying to steal my thunder, Verlon, but you are so right. No other radio station is hosting events like that happen this weekend. And, and, and you all don't know what they're talking about. Oh, yeah. There was the, the Freedom Summit here yeah, on the station the yeah. with Larry Elder, Candace Owens, you know. And Charlie Kirk. That, yeah, it, it's John like Anthony. Oh, you was, know, basically, Sean Thompson, everybody from 560 Radio except for right. me. Right. Right. John and A, Dan and Amy, everybody but me. That's cool. But it was Don't like having, out. you know, getting Larry Elder, Charlie, Charlie Kirk, me. and Candace Owens. That's like having Jordan Pippen and Rodman of the conservative movement in those? one place. Who are those people? Oh, he's from Indiana. He's bitter about <laughs> Chicago and, and the Bulls. Okay, we understand that. But you know what you, but Verlon, what you just said about meeting some of the best people. AM five sixty has the most, the kindest, nicest listeners. That is so awesome just to spend time with them, and you feel like you've been friends forever. By the end of the weekend, I made new Facebook friends. Got new people in my phone that yeah, we can text. Yeah, this is not about the summit. Cut that out. Okay. Verline, what's your prediction? Oh, you know Verline's okay. prediction. Okay, okay, okay. I need I numbers. I don't want to know who win. I want numbers. Give me electoral numbers. Oh, I'm, I'm going I'm to I'm give you a winner and a number, but hold on. I just got to say, Larry Elder is one of the most yes. beautiful people in the world, and he is yep. a gentleman, and I will be playing on the ball this coming Friday. Now, I'm giving you my prediction. Trump but not a landslide. It will be around the same number that he won last time, 306, so, 305. To somewhere in the low threes. Yeah. Okay, and what gonna, do you think the biggest issue is going to be? Quickly, quick, the, the issue that decides. The biggest issues. Your pocketbook. All right. <laughs> Your, Your taxes. Account. Well, coming up, Stephanie and I talk more about the election. Um, you're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM560. The answer. <laughs> Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. Welcome back to the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here with Stephanie Trussell co-hosting Talking Election. And I don't know about you all, I'm assuming... Stephanie's sitting in the studio. She had nothing to do, so she was listening to the commercials during the break. Stephanie, oh, my did goodness. You, did you yes. hear Kamala? Yes. So I, got, I, have I to wrote stop it down. Second. I wrote oh, it down. The I, woman, just for you all who <laughs> want to do the math, she said, Atlanta, and we're, we're going, as soon as we get in, we're going to get rid of that tax cut. Hey! And we're going to put it in the hands of the working families. Right. And she gave a list of some other things. But I'm like, eh, Wait, wait, wait. You're going to take... First I said, right. why are they cheering that? Then I said, aren't those the people who they, paid it? Wait, so she's going to take money from us to give it to families. To I can invest in my own family. I don't To need give it to, to us. Because notice, she didn't say to the people who weren't working. She said, right. give it back. Give it to the working families. 
dollars, but right. working families are the one who paid it. Just let me keep my money. We can cut out the middleman, and you taking it from me, and then you're going to gift it back to me. And and again, uh-huh. who cheers for taxes? I just you right. it's Democrats insane. make you feel like paying taxes is philanthropic, and it's just a great thing to do, as if they spend our money wisely in the first place. And it's just that that commercial just caught me immediately. <laughs> I scribbled it down. I was like, this is what people are cheering for. But really quick before we get on, and it wasn't I, a commercial. It was a clip from the news. Clip from the news. Right. Right. Exactly. During the commercial break. I looked Why up, you always get really quick when we come I back know. to commercial? But Cla- P- Cla- <laughs> Claston, when you said Claston, I'm thinking he's not from Chicago. When I looked him up, I met him at CPAC and he gave me his book. It's a small yeah. world. I just, cast, sent him a, yeah. I just sent him a text. I said, wait a minute. I know you. Yeah, I know well, we you. Were at, we were at Trump uh, together. We were at the yeah, Trump. Yeah. That was the most amazing CPAC we ever. We basically met every black conservative Ev- with there. over 50,000 followers on Twitter that tweets. It, it was phenomenal. And remember having that feeling after four days. That the left doesn't think they exist, by the way. Exactly. But remember thinking that this is Trump, is the economy's great, everything, the mood is awesome, all uh, is smooth sailing between now and November, and then we got punched in the face with COVID. But you know the funny thing about that trip? Let's see if you mm-hmm. remember this. And we're going to get into a whole category on COVID. Uh, okay. But all the people talking about this madness and making this stuff up, and he didn't do this, he did do this, we did this, we didn't do that. Let's be real. The first person came, probably came into the country, who knows, de- December, November, whatever. Right. January, we're talking about that. I honestly, and I follow the news fairly well. I had no, I heard about it, but I never paid attention to it. I remember it distinctly because I was on a trip. I'm in my hotel room on a break during uh, CPAC. Set. I'm going to go a break and then go back out because it's all day, right? Right. And I'm sitting there and watching the news, and, and this, it was the Saturday that Trump was supposed to be speaking at CPAC. On his way, something international happened. Uh, and he was speaking about that. He was having a press conference about that. And then they told him the first death of COVID happened. So he spoke about the first death. It was February 26th or 27th. That was the first, until then, it was all fun and games until right. the person died. So anything, anything you say about anybody elected official, even on the left, before 20, December, I mean, before February 25th or 6th, is not fair. That's true. But after that, know, we right. got some doozies after that, oh and we'll gosh. get to that. Yeah, for sure. But oh, I got somebody on the line. It's funny. Okay. When I talk about not falling into one of these categories, here's another example. So I'm one of those people who have been called a crazy Trumper. Every time I post something that's not <laughs> shoot Trump in the face, I'm a, I'm one of, that's because you Trump us this, and I giggle, because I've also been called a never-Trumper. And I've been called a never-Trumper by uh, of, of, of the list of people who've done it. Stephanie Truffles, <laughs> Trussell's one of them. And, I don't know what you're talking about. And the person on the, on the line is another. Your buddy, Stephanie. Welcome, Jimmy Lee Tillman, to the Liberty Hour. Oh, my Hour. goodness. That's what up, Jimmy? Wow, Jimmy. What's Welcome. going on? What's going on, black man? What's going on, black woman? I thought you were on Radio Land. Oh, so my doing good. And you uh, called me a never-Trumper, too, didn't you? Of course. You know, look. Aren't you never-Trumper? No! Don't no front. Yeah. Get him, get him, Jimmy. Get him. We got four more years as president. Oh, God. Deal with it. Well, tell me what we you got, what, you, what your thoughts are. I mean, you're going to talk about some other things, but I'm having everyone at the very least. Give me the prediction. What'd you say? 356-182. You hear that? 356-182. Wow. Okay. And what is the issue that's going to push it up above the 304? They're going to take Minnesota. They're going to take Nevada. And you watch out for Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Minnesota. Okay. You're thinking like me, Jimmy. I I think he's going to take Minnesota, and that's going to be history no, making. No, no, no. Minnesota was about five, six, ten thousand points. Now Minnesota's a wash. It's a white layup. No one's looking at Minnesota. We got Minnesota. No one's paying to Nevada. We got Nevada. Watch out for Seattle, Washington, because we went down there in a protest. That's a, that's the love zone. I'm watching. I'm watching Seattle, Washington go. So there you go. 
That's now, one now, for you all that don't know, Jimmy is is a real deal Trump supporter, mm-hmm. right? Chicago been to, How many you been to? Five. He he and how many Trump rallies have you been to? Yeah, he and Ebony. Yeah, and not yeah. in this state. He's been to Wisconsin. He's yeah. been to Indiana. He's been to Minnesota. He goes around. Yeah. You know, he's met the VP. He's doing the thing. He's serious, and he's in in the city of yeah. Chicago. A Chicago so, Trump right. supporter. That's and uh, what you can tell? I mean, we only got a couple minutes here. Tell the people what you got going on for election night. Oh, well, in a couple of minutes we got, well, the Model of Republican uh, hosting, we're not hosting, we're here in Chicago, we teamed up with the uh, um, Trump campaign and we're hosting Operation Mega, which is a campaign to get the black vote out here in Chicago, and we have about six wards, we have um, about 45 judges monitoring six um, six wards polls, and um, we're going to make sure that the votes are coming in at this time. We have targeted about... Um, 1,200 voters in this area given by the zip codes of, of the donors that have been given to the Trump campaign. He was surprised how many donors are, are in the community that are given to the campaign, especially in senior buildings. So we're targeting those areas, especially get voters in the senior buildings so those scenes can be uh, safe and voting for Trump at that time. But we're looking at for the president to get about 45 to 5,000 votes out the African community, at least on the south side, but we try to make sure we get those votes. But now most of those votes might be early voting, we're going to make sure the day of the um, election that those seniors, that people who feel safe and secure to cast their votes, can cast their votes. Now, we got like, you know, Jimmy, we, we've been in. Yes, sir. You, I don't want to cut you off, so why don't you hold on to after the break and you can uh, finish up on the other side. Oh, I do that. Yep. All, All right. right. We'll, you got time? Cool. We'll come back with Stephanie and Jimmy talking about what's going on for Trump in Chicago. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM560, The Answer. You line your pockets deep, Commander-in-Chief How does it feel to still be able to breathe? You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. Welcome back to the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here with my co-host, Stephanie Trussell. And we were on the line with Jimmy before we break. He was finishing up telling us about the Trump magic in the city of Chicago. Jimmy? Yes, yes, where the magic so you, is I think there. You, left out, so you, were going, you, you were thinking you were going to get 5,000 votes in those six uh, districts? Well, I'm not counting the west side. There's a couple of brothers, um, Charles and um, Paul. I mean, excuse me, Mark and Paul. Paul and Mark, uh-huh. Uh, and they um, are really paving the beat. Shouts out to them. Um, I look forward to linking up with them Tuesday at the Trump victory party that the Model Team Republicans are having at an undisclosed location. <laughs> um, we have an office in Chicago um, that the campaign has um, given us. And um, we're not giving that location out neither because of the deal. <laughs> because and, the uh, left is crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. The left is crazy. And um on election day, you can tune in to WGA between 5 and 9, and uh, we should be broadcasting live from the official Operation Mega headquarters here in Chicago. 5 and 9 a.m., uh, right? That's the a.m., WGA. 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. That's 6 p.m. to 10 on um, East Coast time. If you're, if, you're West Coast, if you're West Coast, I can't give it to you. but you know, <laughs> Really well, early in the morning. On, really, really early in the morning. morning. <laughs> we're going to be on um, TV um, celebrating the victory. Um, the party was starting at 12 in the afternoon because I'm casting my vote here in Chicago at 12, and 
we should wear them, then the victory should be sealed then. And we're going to be going on, I guess, at 12 to 11. We're going to have a lot of black Republicans out there, a couple of media outlets and stuff like that. But the magic right. that Trump is doing here in the black community is reaching out. He has, he has um, released a lot of, um, I want to say, um, gang members and people that were locked up when I was children that the same little um, crack cocaine disparity. And they're out on the streets and um, they're out there appalling Mark, stumping hard, telling about the First Step Act. They can do a better job than I can ever do. And then, you know, I mean... Yeah. You see all the um, endorsements the rappers are giving. I mean, I mean, it's it's, it's just there's something out there for sure. But well, we got we got to right. move on. We got some other stuff. Stephanie's <laughs> probably over there but, scratching but her face because she can't talk. One Go last ahead. point. <laughs> one last point. Just know when Trump does get this victory, mm -hmm. this will be a victory given to Trump by the black male. Mm -hmm. The black male vote will be so prevalent in this election that it will be the crack in the Democratic Party, and it starts there in Chicago with Martin King Republicans. All right, man, I'll holler at you later. Yeah. All right, thanks. Oh, good thanks, to hear Jimmy Lee. That's yeah. Good. Awesome. And, and since we're going with a, with a theme of the letter J, <laughs> let's go to another one of our buddies, Jim from South Elgin. Jim, welcome to the Liberty Hour. How are you guys doing? Oh, we are Fantastic. Awesome. How are you? Great. You know, good event last night, Freedom Summit. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. this is the fourth event now. This year I've been in Wisconsin and not in Illinois because right. of the way Pritzker is running things. So Illinois is losing out on a lot of business because of poor governance on the uh, governor's part and in Chicago as well. And uh, also another thing for people to understand, um, there's this thing called the Equality Act. And ooh, it's like anything ooh. else is legislative. Right. It's got a good same, it's got a piece of garbage wrapped, you know, uh, wrapped it sounds up. sounds good. Right. Mm -hmm. But still garbage in uh, inside. And this bill would basically, I call it the girls, the Democrats war on girls sports. For one example, because it would make a civil rights violation uh, if if you didn't allow a trans girl to complete compete in professional sports with against girls, and right now you're seeing some of these wrestling matches and races and stuff where these biological men call themselves Susie, and they're winning because they're men; they're not girls. That's and, part of and, my cultural you know, push. I talk about that when I don't even talk right. about the election. Smoltz Casson, when he debated Jeannie Ives, mentioned he supported the Equality Act. Underwood, they all support this stuff, and if, if they become, if they take over the White House and have both houses, they'll pass this Equality Act, and it's anything but equal. And so, give me your prediction, Jim. What's your prediction? Sorry? What's, What's your, your prediction? prediction? I think, you know, I think Trump's going to do pretty well. He, they were saying Secret Service said he had fifty to seven thousand people is yeah, rally last Pennsylvania. night in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Wow. Plus you got an electoral number? Uh, I'd say it's comfortable three hundred. Okay, okay. You know, and plus uh, there was that rally today in uh, Southside Chicago where Blago made a yep. great comment about uh, Durbin and his private parts, how he's on the fence, and his private parts must be hurt because he keeps uh, straddling the fence. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. well thanks as always, Jim. Yeah. Appreciate you supporting the show and calling in, and we will talk to you again uh, later. It's probably always a week. pleasure, and it's great to hear Stephanie on the radio. Oh, thank you, Jim. Isn't it? Isn't it? I mean, I like to talk, but Stephanie doesn't. Uh, Stephanie, what else you got? You want to go into another category well, yet? You know, since, you wanna, we got, since Jim kind of gave leeway into, um, he mentioned it, I didn't, because people have been wondering what I've been up to since I um, haven't <laughs> been on ahead. the radio. So I got to talk about Jeannie Ives, a candidate. I am so blessed to be on her team. Um, and so 
I, I know they're out there listening. I told the team in our little group chat that I would be on. And I just want to tell everybody about Jeannie Ives. Uh, she's okay. always on different shows here on 560. I've been a fan of hers for a long time because I live in her district. So in March, I, I joined her team. And I got to tell you, the people that she's assembled to work for her, phenomenal. And I'm, I'm not including myself. I'm learning so much. I've never worked on a, ca- on, on a campaign before. And Mike Zentz, um, he and I uh, are over the Lyle York, but he's the leader. And that's the region because they drew her district like a C. So we have the Lyle York region. And I got to give a shout out to our amazing interns. Jeannie Ives interns could run a congressional office. I'm talking about high school and college students that are on top of it. I want to say hi to Ethan, Olivia, Caleb, um, Mary, James, the award and JD. I got to tell you, but they're Lady, knocking on doors. Hour. Here comes the music to play her off. Here comes the music. Yeah, the music. music. I got to tell you, Jeannie Ives, we got to vote for her in the sixth. We got we to all, be all in for her. You coming back, right? Oh, okay, I, I can talk about it later, but I just <laughs> want to give a shout out to my, to my team. Okay, then. So, now that we know all we know, need to know about Jeannie, I'm not, sure there'll, not be all. I got more. there'll be more on the other side. We'll come back to talk more about the election, more of your predictions, and talk about... Uh, Talk with our frustrated Democrat. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM560 The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560 The Answer. Welcome back to the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here with Stephanie Trusso. And we're talking about uh, the election, what your predictions are. What you think the biggest issues are, give us a call, 312-642-5600, and let us know. I, we got to talk to Jay because he, he has a great question, and it's, <laughs> it's a topic that you and I disagree on. So I, I'm just taking over. Really? Sorry. Okay, it, go. Because we've talked about Willie Wilson. So Jay, Jay, from Lake Geneva, where we I just came from, beautiful place to drive to this yeah. time of year. It's amazing <laughs> and, and lots of fun. I, I just, I'm so happy that we had a place close enough to hold events, uh, like Jim said, because our governor doesn't like money and won't let us, you know, make money and hold <laughs> events. But you're talking about Willie Wilson. And we talked about this a lot this weekend at the Freedom Summit, AM 560's amazing event. Will Willie Wilson split the the Democrat vote here for Senate? And that's the big question. Ch- Charles, you said you just kind of think Durbin's got it. No, nope, not going to happen. You, you don't think he's going to split it. So what nope, do you think, Jay? not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> well, if I... Can I get in here, folks? Uh, first of all, it's you. an honor Tag you're it. to be. <laughs> it's an honor to be on with you, Charles and Stephanie. Stephanie, you are the queen of the airwaves. Um, what does that mean? Me? I'm, I'm just a bow. Go ahead. You can identify thing. as a queen too, Charles. We're not going to take you that from you. You do your thing. I'm gonna sit over here. You got a minute and forty. Go. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say, look, Willie Wilson is the man. He is a mayor I can in a country of more and more a mayor I can't. This is a man for our times. I cannot believe how pathetic this is. We're doing Groundhog Day. This is 2014 all over again. Mm-hmm. Durbin and uh, what's his name? The ice cream man, Overweiss. I mean, this is pathetic, people. Durbin has been there for 24 freaking years. And you're going to give him six more? Yeah. Well, uh, he's running against current. Well, what the hell is going on here? Vote for Willie. This is a man. 
Yeah, he's not running against Oberweiss. Oberweiss isn't a different race for against Lauren Underwood, but I see what you're saying. And I think in Chicago, Willie Wilson has touched enough people. He's got signs in DuPage County. He's got signs everywhere. He is out there on the front line, and people in Chicago are thinking, we go with this guy who's been in office since the 90s and has done nothing, or we go with someone who's on the ground at churches, giving, giving out his own money, which really freaks a lot of politicians out, him distributing his own money opposed to the taxpayers. That's a beautiful thing. Right. It's, yeah. I love Willie Wilson. His story's phenomenal. Um, born poor in the, in the South, uh, McDonald's, um, and just working his way up to owner-operator, selling his businesses to do what he's the doing The American now. dream. It's the American dream. Just hard work. And it, I, I, I want to go on record him. and say I don't have a problem with Willie Wilson. I just right. say he's not going to split the vote you, and Dick Durbin's still going to win. Sorry. You think so? Okay. Well, we were talking about we that will last find week. Out on, Apologies for speaking, ma'am. Go. Okay. Willie we'll Wilson's find. in an interesting position because he could play spoiler to either side. He could. Ooh, that's something. He won't, yeah. but he could. Okay, we'll see on so, Tuesday. <laughs> so quickly before we go to the next hour, thank you again, Jay, for talking to the Queen. Thank you. If, if you haven't noticed uh, on the way out, Macbeth has been playing some really crappy music. It's because it's election theme, and I went out and dug some songs that are election theme. many of them who, that have been made under Trump, some pro-Trump, but the ones you can play were against him. And that's not one of and them. And that is not one of them. I was trying that's to eject that. I was trying to get uh, rid of it. And uh, I, uh, that was temptation. Yeah. But that's what you were hearing. So pay attention to the lyrics. It's pretty funny. And uh, Ooh, Patrick's this is next. one here. And then, yeah, next is Patrick, the frustrated Democrat, gets to uh, toss it up with us and talk about the election. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM560, The Answer. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. Welcome back to the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here, co-host Stephanie Trussell for the entire second hour, like the first hour. And we're talking about all things election. This is our election special. Yet we still have our second hour correspondent, the frustrated Democrat, Patrick Brutus. Welcome to the show. Hey, man. I am so happy to be here tonight. Stephanie, Hey, what's up? Hey, it's, it's <laughs> always good to hear you guys. I, again, I listen every Sunday after I wash my dishes that my husband's made a, a wonderful Sunday dinner. Then I go in my craft room and I'm, you guys help me unwind and I'm making greeting cards or doing some paper crafting. And so you guys are a great team. It's really good to hear you guys. Are you going to let Charles get away with that? <laughs> I think I missed I hope it. I've been good radio. Oh yeah, you you make for very good radio, and I I remember having you in studio, and I don't know how we first mm-hmm. connected, but you were always a great guest. If I you know didn't well, had, I needed some time filled, get Patrick on. He's going to make sure that he will it's never a dull it. moment. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. ask him to talk for fifteen I, seconds though. <laughs> I remember exactly how I got on, but we won't make him famous. But I do thank you for giving my <laughs> giving, giving me my start. Okay. Thank you for giving me my start. It was a lot of fun. Podcast. No. Yeah. So, um, 
I guess I want to start here with you, uh, Patrick. What is the issue you think will most impact the election? Uh, well, you know, it's going to be the coronavirus and the economy. That's it. Those are the two issues. That law and order. Let's on. not forget the good old law and order. And, and, Some and, people and don't like Blantifa. I think if he gains any votes from people who didn't vote for him the first time and that also weren't going to vote for him this time, it's Blantifa. Nobody's yeah, talking I, about I the Blantifa effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tell you what, if you, if you just look at um, the three E's, the energy, the effort, and the enthusiasm, you cannot believe what the media is telling you about the polling data. Mm-hmm. All right, stop. Wrong. Let's start this there then. Right. Do over. Right. Yeah. S- Stephanie, what, what's, your, what's your take on the polls? People last night. Well, I just I don't I'm confused why everybody's getting so worked up over the polls. It was just four years ago when when they were completely wrong. And we're going to the exact same posters and, and holding in you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They say that, you know, Biden's ahead. I'm thinking, did we not learn anything? Mm-hmm. So we're supposed to believe thousands of people coming out in the cold, pouring in for Trump and the 30 people in the parking lot standing in hula hoop circles for Biden. And we're supposed to believe that they're going to, you know, beat our president. That's not now, going now, to now, now in normal Pre-Trump times, before people got a little cray-cray, we would assume that if they got it wrong, which is possible, and that's what the, how they make their money, right. that they would have made adjustments. Right. Fair, right? They don't we lose their jobs that. for getting it wrong. You know? Yeah, yeah because the they, do, they don't lose the their jobs thing, when people stop hiring them and taking their polls seriously. Yeah. The, the only thing that um, any rational person who's been watching the last you know four years can conclude is that there is money in anti-Trump mm-hmm. media, and there's big money in that. Mm-hmm. As long as you go on TV, no matter who you are, and it's rhinos, and, and it's dinos, yep. and it's media, it's orange man bad, yep. ching paycheck, bang, there it is. And so if you're a Republican saying that, you, it's even more money. But, you know, you, you're asking everybody yeah. about the issues that are important in the next election, and, you know, I work for the Jeannie Ives campaign, and that's one of the I've questions. Heard. Yeah, you heard. And that's one of the questions we were asking <laughs> people when we, we engaged with them, at, um, you know, taking polls in person. And what and are on they the saying? Phone. It was taxes. What's important to you? Taxes in this next election, long Law and order, health care, or corruption, or other. And in Illinois, most people wanted to say all of the above. And a lot right. of people went law and order. They felt like if law and order goes in first, then everything else will fall in place. But then corruption in Illinois, you know, that's a good one. You really can go wrong. Mm-hmm. I, and a lot of people are going to, you know, I knew I was going to get in trouble. And Sean is going to roll over in his car. Oh, he's not dead. But, um, <laughs> nice try, Sean. Roll over in his cigar <laughs> shop. Yeah, go ahead. But anybody who says corruption is a fool. What? I just said it, and it's on tape. What? In this election, with with the with oh. Blantifa, okay. with your hate, if you hate Trump, order. with yeah. the hate, with Trump running, if you hate Trump, with Biden running, with Kamala as the Undertaker, and you worried about corruption, you won't have a country yeah, left. And you worried about corruption. Well, so I think corruption is. We is, all died. So, okay. If you're on the left, COVID's killing everybody. No. Literally, every American has died of COVID already. And you worried about corruption? We all dead. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. So here's the thing. Corruption is on the table for those who care about those issues because it is a hearkening to 2016 when Hillary's corruption and her Clinton Global Initiative and the Russians and the Uranium One and the emails, all that stuff was part of the campaign narrative for Trump to really unpack her for the voters. Mm-hmm. That was an mm-hmm. issue then. And it's what more, up? again, of the same. So it's the same cutting of the same cloth. These are all Obama people. And I think now we have to realize that although Obama was likable, 
he was not good on policy and he was a corrupt president and his administration begat Hillary, begat Joe. And I mean, is this the best that the DNC could offer? Yeah, that's this is terrible. This Mm -hmm. is one of the reasons why I'm frustrated. Actually, yes, unless they have to pick the the, uh, obligatory uh, minority candidate. This is the best they could offer. It's really sad. Well, it's pretty sad. It's pretty sad. Sleepy Joe. It's really sad. Well, I don't know. I'm taking over a little bit, Charles, but we talked about this on the break. Patrick, you're in Chicago. That's unique. It's easy for me to be a Republican out or a Trump supporter out in the suburbs. But here you are in deep blue Chicago where, you know, it's just it's never a dull moment. You take out the national politics and their races like the Kim. I call her Kim Fix Fox, her race and and, and her opponent and, and what's happening, because a lot of us should win by 10. Yeah. But I'm thinking you know, people, people are not holding her accountable for her horrible record. And what I hear, because you listen to a lot of liberal color people radio like me and they're saying <laughs> we got to support her. She a black woman. Adam, why are they trying to take her out? But it's like she has a horrible record. What do you think? Does her her um, her you know opponent have a snowball's chance or what is it looking like on the ground there in Chicago? I mean, I think he has a chance. I mean, he's in the finals. So, okay. you know, kudos to him and his campaign. But I, I really don't think he has a winnable chance because here's the thing. Um, people are going to be talking about – and get this. Okay, give me 10 seconds, Charles. People are going Uh-oh. to be talking about – Two minutes. <laughs> people are going to be talking about voter suppression mm-hmm. while the voter turnout in Cook County is going to be very high, you know, reasonably between 35 and 50, which is high for black voters. That turnout is going to be extremely high, and it's going to really be driven to support the local candidates, right? Mm-hmm. That's the Durbin, and that's Kim Fox. And Kim Fox is going to win going away because she has a triple layer of protection. Oh, yeah. She is black, yep. she is female, and she's a liberal. Oh. So you can't really touch her. That's why she could say, I'm not going to campaign, and no one would, or I'm not it, going to debate. She didn't and debate, no one right. Yeah. So, you she, know. Can go ahead, she can go ahead and have bad policy. Well, right now, right now. Um, the local news are doing uh, exposés on all these criminals that were on monitor released from prison on electric uh, monitoring bracelets and out there reoffending, cutting it off and committing crimes. Mm -hmm. People can see this information and still vote for Kim. So if you vote on policy, you'll vote for the other guy. But, you know, again, she has a triple layer of protection built in black vote and she will win going away. It won't even be close. And let me say this. You said you touched on something about voter suppression and this reminds me of was it last week Beth, we were talking about oh yes it was last week where i said it doesn't really matter because people are uh uneducated and they don't know the system and they don't know how things work well and, and it doesn't matter how good your message is not only we started by talking about it with all the early voting but yeah no it doesn't matter how good your message is because 70 percent of people aren't listening Right, but, but, to, I, but right. to his voter suppression thing, you got people talking about that in areas because they don't understand the system because we don't educate them, but we want to put sixteen, nineteen in the schools, oh, but geez. some of the people are worried about corruption. But I say that because AOC, here, since somebody wants to call me a New Yorker, here in New York uh, last week came out with, you know, the teary face that she does all the time, talking about voter suppression because the lines were so long in certain uh, poll- early voting areas, uh, polling places. And there was voter suppression. Right. They were trying to suppress the vote because, I mean, everybody knows New York, like uh, Illinois, is run by Democrats. But it, it, it harkens back to 2000 and the hanging Chad because everybody's like Jeb Bush was the governor. Look at what happens because people don't understand who really runs the election in their county right. because no one taught anybody anything. That's true. They just have no. And they don't. Re- so you got Democrats vote. saying voter suppression because the Democrats are stopping Democrats from voting. That's exactly it. Voter suppression is 
just a buzzword. It's yeah. like BLM. It's a hashtag. It doesn't mean anything. Because you don't the have to back it up with any Chicago, facts. Yeah, you just say you it, no facts, and they just believe it. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Stephanie, with the voter turnout being traditionally 30 to 40 percent, how is that voter suppression? Right. People the just, voters are suppressing themselves, right? right? They just got to get up and go vote. Right. You know, come on. I mean, in Chicago, Cook County, and Illinois, it's all Democrat ticket every time. So there isn't any Republicans being, you know, uh, uh, given snowball chances of hell and winning in Chicago. So who's suppressing who? And now, again, we have a boogeyman candidate. Trump is on the ticket, and then everybody will come out and vote. There's no suppression in Chicago. It's just a buzzword. That is true. Gin up the well, thing. Well, well, we got more coming up, more election, more Chicago, more politics with Stephanie and Patrick Brutus, our frustrated Democrat. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM 560, The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM 560, The Answer. Everybody knows that the days are loaded. Welcome back to the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here with my guest co-host, Stephanie Trussell. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, it's such a pleasure. Thank you again. Thank you, Sean. Um, It's great, and I I had fun. Oh, Sean, Sean. Okay, I know know you're talking about. And it was great to drive up to the studio, and I wanted the quality of sound to be great, so I thought, oh, it would be nice just to drive on up and um, come in studio. This has been great. And we still have our frustrated Democrat on. So, Patrick, what do you want? You want to do... You want to do... Policy, you want to do uh, law and order, you want to do... Spin the wheel. <laughs> <Cold. laughs> spin, the, spin the wheel, make the deal, right? right. Um, no, but you know what? Let's keep talking about the election, because I think what I want to just mention today is that Vlad Bogoyevich mm-hmm. today headlined a Trump uh, rally in Chicago at mm-hmm. 111th in Pulaski, wow. Chicago, Evergreen Park mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think, I'm not, I'm not quite sure on, on the number of folks who attended, but I think that's significant that they mm-hmm. would actually try to pull something like that off here in the blue zone yeah. of Illinois, in the uh, Cook County metropolitan area, which you know, in a in a different way, could potentially put Trump in play, even though he hasn't made a campaign stop here yeah. during this last ten uh, day crush. Right. Um, you know, with sig- with signals to the campaign that they you know are giving up on Illinois, which is fine because it's a true blue state. But however, of the hundred and so counties, really only like one or two are blue, and so this whole state is red, mm-hmm. right? And so, if Trump would have invested. Uh, a little bit of time and actually come to maybe, you know, the outskirts of Chicago and had a rally and, you know, demonstrated that the silent majority is out here large and and living large. I I think that would have really put a a shock to the system here in Chicago and set it up maybe for 2024 or at least 2022 in the the next round of municipal elections. It's interesting. When they shut him down, when he came here in the first election, 2016 or whatever, Mm -hmm. and they shut him down and he couldn't even hold the rally, my daughter, who's not even a Republican, said, why did he go to Chicago? He should have come out to DuPage County. And you're right, Packers. He should have at least made a quick stop, a quick hit, just to say, I know you're here. I hear your voices. Mm -hmm. Come on. And like you said, lay in the groundwork for the next time. But it's, it's what you're talking about, Pat. 
Patrick, that rally in deep blue Chicago with, with Blago yeah. leading it. And I think also co- combined with the fact that these restaurant owners and business owners are saying no to JB. They're standing up saying, yeah. no, we're going to open. This is a time for the Republicans to take advantage of this. People are, that loved, you know, they probably voted for JB and they loved him, wanted to vote for him again. But then they're business owners and he's trying to shut them down. He's trying to make sure that they can't even feed their families. And they're standing up saying no. Yeah. And they know Trump will let their economy be open, will let their business be open. This is a time, who knows, we may flip Illinois. It could happen. Uh, Patrick? I mean, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm saying um, it probably couldn't happen, but it could be possible if there was the investment made. Mm -hmm. I I think we don't know, right? We don't know what the Illinois Trump effect could be. Um, I wish he would have came by and yeah. just gave it a, a, a like, like when he was down in Michigan, he could have flew, mm-hmm. you know, did a flyover or something, right, to let them know, hey. Um, and I just would have loved to see, you know, to test that that theory because I think it's interesting. I think you have a lot of folks, like, to your point, Stephanie, you were right to speak on that. That I think you have a lot of frustrated business owners. You have a lot of frustrated police parents, and, you too, know, responders, yeah. communities. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of folks who are frustrated about the education mm-hmm. uh, policy on COVID. You have a lot of folks that are frustrated. I mean, like. You only see blue cities boarding up their businesses. Yep. You don't. You don't hear any boarding up of, of businesses in Phoenix. You don't hear any of that stuff going on in, in the law and order in, in uh, Nashville, mm-hmm. Tennessee. You hear it only in the in the blue. I city. was going to ask you Why? that. I was going to say, is that happening in Chicago right now? Well, didn't yes, Lori, it is. We yeah, were downtown yesterday, him. and we saw. Yeah, yeah. Lori said, "Get your hammer. Get yeah. your nails. Get your wood." Wow, really? What, what um, did she do yesterday? She's, I know she well, said it like Friday. That's not a direct yes, quote, Charles. But yeah, but, but she, she did was put giving the word advice. Out. Right, I mean, get, but, but when? Yeah. I'm just asking because it looks like they're a little bit behind. They've been talking that in New Orleans, D.C., Seattle, Phoenix, and New York for a while. Everything. Well, I walked out yeah. at Halloween yesterday, uh, yesterday in New York, and everything was already boarded up. Oh my goodness! Well, she's been telling yeah. everybody, and you know, I listened to, um, you know, the. the Do you the think that affects radio. the election? Do you think the people who haven't voted see that, and they think, uh, oh my goodness, you know, right. what does this mean? How long do we? I mean, maybe it makes them vote for Biden, even though they don't like him, because they say at least it'll be calmer then. They're wrong, but they might think that. Uh, they, yeah, know. they think that know. if Trump we wins, downtown. right, yeah. Trump wins is going to get worse. But you know, the media is doing a good job of not showing us what's happening in Minneapolis, right? You know, after the whole George Floyd thing and the fact that the Target is still boarded up, the Cub Food is still boarded up. Those cities have not rebuilt; they've not bounced back. People are not going to invest in those communities, and so I think and they you don't know, have police either. Exactly, I think Trump will make history and win many, many um, Minneapolis. I'm sorry, Minnesota, Minnesota? because. Mm-hmm. Because those other things, they're not they're doing kind of a media blackout on what's really happening in Philadelphia. And those people are frustrated, saying this is this is unbelievable. And they they see their mayors, they see their governors not using the National Guard to to restore law and order. And I think they know that Mm -hmm. whether they love or hate Trump, they know that he he's not playing. He will call in the National Guard because they they came so close to destroying the Liberty Bell. I talked to someone, our dear friend, Kathy, who's running for Congress out there in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. I talked to her in the Philadelphia area. And she said they finally had to bring in and get help. I mean, can you imagine had they gotten to the Liberty Bell? I mean, that's just unbelievable. And what's this wrong with people that that's, I mean, I sound right. like an idiot when I say this because it's like, what's wrong with people robbing stores? But, uh, but, but come on, robbing stores is one thing. The Liberty Bell? Seriously? Well, and so I, so that's what my racism. thing is. So I want to yeah, know, everything. I want to know, hold on, hold on. I want to know, obviously the summer was so crazy that it obviously moved people, right? Mm-hmm. But then you got COVID. So it's almost like this battle between 
the people who are being pushed to the polls based on the chaos in the streets and based on COVID and what they think about that. And, you know, things shift because it's all fluid. But in the last month, since we've had this new spike and uptick, whatever, do you think that will just detract from that momentum of the law and order people that have been happening from May all the way up? Because it's just been months and people have just been fed up with it. Do you think that they kind of went back and calmed down because, you know, um, Biden told his people to calm down? (laughs) Well, he told them probably to calm down through a third party because you know how he is. He doesn't want to get implicated. So he probably asked Hunter to make the message out. Um, so <laughs> he put out a mess where is Hunter um, it, it's possible but except for the last uh, police involved incident you know raised uh, the ire of Blantifa right. I gotta talk culture it, since uh, you guys you guys love to talk culture what kind of people loot a dollar store seriously I mean, it's bad to do a, a designer store and get a bag and Nikes and all that. But a dollar store, where is your life? Where are you in life where looting a dollar store with things in there are worth 50 cents, maybe, and they're looting dollar stores? I mean, I, I just don't know. Would, well, would you prefer they bring a, a hand cart and a wheel get, out a get, washing machine? Well, I, the one guy got the washing machine. Did his friend get the dryer? I'm just confused. I, I'm wondering. Get yeah. them both. You know, I, I just don't get it. It's really sad. There is no bigger symbol in the sales and retail um, industry that is more systemically racist than a dollar store. Steffi, don't you understand? <laughs> I, hey, Macbeth, next time, hit me with a last track on that one, okay? Right. Yeah, that'd be I, negative. I love the dollar stores, especially um, Dollar Tree. That's like my favorite craft. I've been watching videos trying to cheer myself up in this COVID time. And there are all these mm-hmm. craft videos that you can make for Christmas. And I'm addicted to um, watching them. And I haven't had a chance to make them because, you know, I'm working for the Genie Ives campaign. But when the election's over with, I look forward to using some of the videos and going to the Dollar Tree. Because they haven't looted my Dollar Tree. You know, but when still you go open. to your Dollar Tree, are there people in there? There are lots of people in there. And I won't say which one, but there's one <laughs> that they don't enforce the mask. The manager doesn't wear her mask. There's no signs up that you need to wear masks. So I just get the shop. And nobody's gone in and punched them. No, yet? and it's all good. I'm like, I feel like a normal person when I shop in a dollar store. Even though my husband's like, I'm the only person that can spend fifty dollars in a dollar in a dollar store, you know, constantly. But again, I'm I'm stocking up for all the crafts that I hope to make after Jeannie Ives win and after Trump right. win. I'll pa- have enough Patrick's time. To lo- do sorry, crafts. but Patrick's long winded prediction. Okay. <laughs> yeah, go prediction. ahead, Patrick. 15 seconds. Prediction. <laughs> Stephanie has bought 50 items in one shopping spree. Remember that. Um, prediction. Trump by a landslide. Landslide meaning over 300. And I believe he's going to push the number past 304, which is him expanding the map. Trump wins. The media refuses to call it. They don't want to say red wave on TV. So they will say, wait until those absentee ballots have been counted. We'll see you. Next week. They Wait, Patrick, call it. what percentage of the black vote will he get? What do you think? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I think I, I think he's going to get 22. Ooh, that would be it's going to be tremendously to high. That's mm-hmm. going to be that's astronomical for Republicans. Ooh, it is. Wow. Wow. love it. The walk wow. away awakening and Blexit, all the Brexit movement fled, is actually gone. a yeah. real thing. Right. It is it's a real right. thing. It's, we'll yeah. see, because everyone so, I, that I talk to tells me there's fake and anybody who's vote who's black and voting for Trump got paid. Right. We all got paid. I'm waiting. I, I we're, vote for 
Right. Russian bots. Right. I'm a Russian well, bot. Uh, I'm telling you, expand the map. The, the Trump will expand the map. Well, thanks as always, Patrick. Expand the map. Well, when we come back, Stephanie and I mix it up more, get into what is moving the election and people to the polls. I'm going to call in. Yeah. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM560, The Answer. You know this being a homeboy yourself. Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. Welcome back to the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here with Stephanie Trussell. And do call that number, 312-642-5600. Give us your prediction on the election. Number of elector uh, victories there and um, your biggest issue, that is leading people to the polls. So I want to talk about policies Mm -hmm. and what the candidates will and won't do, what they say they'll do, whether they follow through. And start off with one of the things that um, I'm sure really bothers you Trump supporters. One of the things that Trump is most accused of, probably more than anything else, probably, you, you tell me if I'm right or wrong, Stephanie, more than being called a racist, is a liar. Oh, yeah. Well, we get all the time is lies. You get articles. You lie. Yes, that's what they say. And they say how many times he lied in this interview. And then the debate say 64,000 times in this. 16 times Mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. 146 times here. And you you all, I got to appreciate it. But by the way, you haven't been beating me up too much. And I'm kind of going to be on your side on this one. So I think I'm safe. Okay. Well, uh, then again, I'm thinking about it. Maybe not at the beginning. But it's going to all end up well. So... I have to say, to the left, Trump does lie. Trump does lie. I said it. This is recorded. You don't come to back left. to me. Okay. Don't come back to me mm-hmm. and say you you all don't even acknowledge that Trump lies. Trump does lie. And uh, so all the Trump supporters who say he doesn't lie, they're just being Trump supporters. Now, the sixteen thousand times every time he speaks, it's silly. The way they attack him is silly. And what they say he lie about, he lies about is untrue. So I look at it, and so you may say, what do I mean? You see, I say Trump lies, like I know you, he says, and you all say he's not a politician, but he lies like a politician. So his lies are more embellishing his record or making himself look good or I had 17 million people at this or I'm better at this than than uh, than Obama things like that right typical typical politician stuff right Biden lies and other the politicians lie about what they're going to do and that's the key and that's what's important you, you if you're oh, so against they're all Trump, liars but you got to categorize right. them and, and, without a doubt right. because so when 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 but the problem here is, and what they don't understand because they have TDS, is, I, and the best way to prove it is, let's say you admit that you don't like Trump. But you got to admit that Trump ran saying he was going to do X, Y, Z. And simple, simple yes mm-hmm. or no. Did he either do it or try to do it? Exactly. It's that simple. Now, if he didn't do it, it's like, well, he didn't accomplish it. It doesn't matter. Right. He tried to do it. Right. So he didn't, he didn't make him you a know, liar. He didn't it read just, my lips, no new taxes right. and raise taxes, exactly. right? He didn't say, well I, did. well, I didn't really mean that. He's done none of that. So on policy, he's pretty much about as consistent as a politician can be. Mm-hmm. I don't want people coming here illegal 
and he did everything he could. And when the courts blocked him, he tried other ways to do it. Right. You might call He's it racist. The wall. Right, right. That's uh-huh. your opinion. But, but he did it. Biden, on the other hand, lies like this. Uh, Macbeth, do you have a clip of, uh, and this is from Bernie Sanders attacking Joe Biden. Uh-oh. Let me ask you a question, Joe. Yeah. You're right here with me. Yeah. Have you been on the floor of the Senate? You were in the Senate for a few years. Yeah. Time and time again, talking about the necessity with pride about cutting Social Security, cutting Medicare, cutting veterans programs. No, you never said that. No. When I argued that we should freeze federal spending, I meant Social Security as well. I meant Medicare and Medicaid. I meant veterans. I meant every single living in the digital age in the government. Look, you're an honest guy. Why don't you just tell the truth here? We all make mistakes. I I am telling the truth. And I not only tried it once, I tried it twice. Twice? I tried it the third time, and I tried it the fourth time. Joe, let me repeat it again. I want you (laughs) to be straight with the American people. I am saying that you have been on the floor of the Senate time and time again. And time and time. Talking about the need to cut Social Security, okay. Medicare, and veterans right. programs. Is that true or is that no, not true? No, it's not true. What that is, is not true? That is not true. I meant veterans, but I meant every single solitary thing in the government. Everything was on the table. I did not support any of those cuts in Social Security what? or in veterans. Whoa, benefits. whoa, whoa. whoa. You, you, everything was on the table. Bruh. All right, you're right. You just said it, including, in your judgment, cuts <laughs> to Social Security and veterans. In order to get the kinds of changes we need on other okay. things related. Oh, Joe, Joe. But, you just, but we did not cut it. I, I know, because people like me helped stop that. <laughs> okay, all that I would say to the American people, go to YouTube. It's all over the place. Joe said it many, many times. And I'm surprised, you know, you can defend that or change your mind on it, but you can't deny the reality. Well, to oh, be goodness. fair, Joe probably doesn't remember oh, saying so that. Good. So, yeah. so good. It, but, you know, th- that, for those of us well, who have no, never been to a, uh, uh, to a Trump rally, he is playing that on the Jumbotron. Ooh, what Biden saying, would say th- is, I said freeze, not for, cut. Yeah, it's but a, a right, freeze right. is a cut. When you understand how federal spending works. Right, right. But yeah. you know, Cause, I, right, because the increase was automatic. Exactly. But the lies that he's telling now that's egregious to me is when he says that Trump said there are good people on both sides, meaning oh, come he was on. talking about white supremacists, and that's See, not that's true. See, beca- that's where I get labeled a Trumper, because I'm just that, not going to let you lie. Yeah, he he's literally lied. said, right. and I'm not talking about, about those people. Well, he never said that. Right. What? Exactly. And they, you know, we know over 90% of what we hear about Trump is negative, and they don't want to hear the whole truth about Trump. So those are the lies that really gets me about Joe. Well, stick with us. Uh, I love the voice, but the words are crazy. But I love Chris Cornell. But uh, stick with us. Coming up, we'll talk more about the election with Stephanie Trusso. This is the Liberty Hour on AM560, The Answer. You're listening to the Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312 312- Six four two fifty six hundred. Welcome back to the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here with my guest co-host Stephanie Trussell. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, I, I hope people aren't disappointed when they hear the promo Liberty Hour with Sean. Oh, they, they are, then, don't rub it in. They okay, are. and then they, they and then they're like, "Oh, it's it's Charles and Stephanie." But no, this is it's great. Like, I'm having a lot of fun. It's so great. You know, two days before, can you believe it? It's just forty eight hours. Crazy. Do wait really quick, Charles. Do you think that we will know election night? Will it be such no, a not even close? You don't no. think so? I mean, we can't. Oh, really? First week of December. Gotta, first right. week. First of all, no, you no, got states. Put that out there in the universe. We will know states that are allowed to 
to, to, yeah. to take take a take a yeah, ballots get, for three extra days. That's crazy. And you know what, Philadelphia, um, I'm sorry, Pennsylvania, they your um, absentee ballot signature doesn't have to match your actual signature. That is just bananas. Talk about cheating. They if they can't win, let's just cheat. Do what they can. Mm-hmm. So we, we, I'm telling you, this time really flies. So we got to go through a bunch of things really okay. quickly, right? So COVID, COVID's one important. It's going to be driving. I think this is the ca- ca- thing that Trump probably lost the most voters on. If there's a category he lost voters mm-hmm. on, um, and this is one where I'm kind of in the middle on. So I agree with the left that he didn't do a great job. What? And that. Okay, I'm sorry. Did I say that? You're I didn't know my mic was on. Sitting here I didn't know my mic was on. Okay, go ahead. So I agree that he didn't do a great job. And I think that he did worse jobs in some areas and mediocre jobs in areas and decent jobs in other areas. But you're missing the thing. It's like the last topic. The key is... They're making the mistake because they're biased of measuring it to what I want perfect, you know, utopia that doesn't exist. Saying Obama would have done this, but they have no way of knowing. Saying Biden would have done this, having saying, you know, not really knowing what the case would be. Well, we do have a pretty indicate, pretty good indication of what they right, were doing in a pandemic. <laughs> it wasn't well right. uh, handled. Right, so right. Maybe so we... my point is that that's where I'm getting. My point is he didn't do a great job by my private sector standards because he did about what the government would do in most cases, right? The thing, the few things, I don't think the government does many things well, and the few they do well, they don't do quick. So they were never going to do a great job with this. It wasn't going to happen. And to prove my point, and, and, and because I ask everybody, everybody who tries to blame Trump for the thing, because I won't go for that, Stephanie, you'll be okay. happy to hear that. Okay. And I say, okay, just just answer one question. And I'm okay. What do you want them to do? Most don't answer. Yeah. And most say, I want to do. There's no way you were going to allow this president, the fascist, to shut down states. It wasn't going to happen. And then they're like the left, typically, of course. So they're into the feel good stuff that doesn't work. I want you to do something that works. So here's Cuomo again. I love going to Cuomo because oh, yeah. they love him. That's, He's America's governor. governor. Yeah. And no, he's your governor because he's America's governor. No, no, no. And so he came out and said, so we had uh, blocked, you know, there was like 48 states you couldn't travel in from. A couple of days ago, they got rid of it. And now they're just going to test people before they come, whatever they're doing. And then they asked him about the tri-state. So just so you all don't know, as high as it may be in Illinois, in New Jersey, it was over 11 percent. There were parts of cities that were at 25 percent. Dripping, dripping with COVID. Uh And this is what he said about people coming into New York with a 1 percent infection rate from New Jersey and Connecticut. Meanwhile, the only exemption from the new quarantine protocol, people who frequently travel to and from nearby states like New Jersey and Connecticut, where cases have been on the rise. People come in five days a week. You'll then say, yeah, but Connecticut and Jersey have high uh, infection rates. I know. And there's nothing we can really do about that uh, because you would disrupt uh, Everything. No, let it sit. Let it sit, Stephanie. Let it sit. I know they have high infection rates. We have low infection rates. We don't want people with high infection rates coming here, but but. there's nothing we can do. All right. so Game's over. Point? Pick up your ball and go home. Well, Let's open it all up it's, because there's so nothing so we can stupid. do. Right. It, but I got to go back. If Trump had a, a come, let's say um, March 1st, he had an envelope with uh, that was marked 
the key to solve all our COVID problems marked on this envelope. He had 50 of them ready to go out to every governor. They would not have followed it. They would not have. True. They would just, oh, if it's from Trump, I don't want it. And true. He, he, our president. That's the reason why they were telling people to go to Chinatown. Right. Not yeah, because they care. Because he because shut down travel. What from, Trump said. He right. shut down travel from Trump and what, you know, from China. And whatever those governors asked for, they wanted more hospital beds. They wanted, um, PPE. They wanted, um, ventilators. And yeah. my president got them all of that. I New think York he did. never used the stuff. Right. Cuomo and, got and on TV. McCormick said he place, wasn't doing it fast either. enough and he didn't use it. Right. Exactly. So I, I would give him, he did as, as well as he could do given the information. Yeah, as good as government can do, it, it sucks. Right. So I'm just. So he sucked. So. He but, sucked because government sucks. But you know, our governors, I don't know if there was a contest. It should be a new game show. Who's got the dumbest governor? And I know New York and uh, Illinois would be right there in the finals. Um, you know, and. Or, California. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, because they're telling you how many people can come to Thanksgiving. And, and no get, singing. Right. Are you, no th- who sings at Thanksgiving? Are there Thanksgiving songs anyway? I don't know what they're talking I about. I need your prediction because you're going to talk so long and the show's going to go okay. off. Give me yours. And then when, you, when we what, come prediction? back from commercial, we can go with everything else. Give okay. me yours. What prediction for the um, election? No, because you haven't been here all show. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> what are you talking about? Prediction for your the lottery prediction numbers? For the election. No. I say this is going to be a Ronald Reagan kind of victory. So you're in the fives. Oh, my gosh. I think that he, he takes them all. It, I just, just every state just wake up and realize this is crazy. I may not like Stephanie, him, but he's going to get us number. beautiful. Give I'm sorry. Number. I'm just, I'm, I'm feeling good. All of us riding on, I'm, I'm playing roulette or whatever on, on, on black red or whatever. Or, I don't know what those numbers are. I, I just, he, he's going to get enough on Tuesday night and we don't even need to wait to the end of the week to find out who won. That's just my opinion. Well, he's going to win oh, big. Well, I get to be last so okay. I, I can run away before I make people mad. Okay. Stick with us and you'll hear my prediction. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM560, The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here with Stephanie Trussell. And I want to get this quickly out so she can beat me up and say whatever she wants to say in her goodbyes. But two quick things. We talk about how bad the media is. One of the things they did, they just made this story up out of thin air saying that Trump's rallies have uh, probably caused uh, 3,000 people to get uh, COVID and 700 of them to die. They got precise numbers for something that they made up. And then another one I liked is all these people on the left tweeting out about the First Step Act and how I think Ivanka Trump tweeted out this guy who who got released and said he's voting for Trump and say, this is what I don't like. These are black leftists. He's using this guy. So 3,000 or more people that got released by July was Uh 3,000. It's got to be more. They make a commercial with one and they're mad, but they don't. But it's like Obama's never brought some candidate, brought some person up and say, "Look at what I did because of the ACA. Look at how he helped." It's silly. It, don't even get to that. It's crazy. I mean, it. Um, the majority of the people, ninety-one percent, were were black people, and that's a good thing. And exactly when you talk to um, Alice Marie Johnson and yeah. her, you know, and the Kardashian getting her out, you know, yeah. out of prison, she's she not. She's, I know she's thinking, "Use me, I'm right, out, exactly. and I'll get but, to be with my family." Out, used, and in, and not used. <laughs> exactly. Predictions. Everybody else, everybody's been waiting. Here, uh-huh. here's me. I don't know why. I feel dumb now because 100% of the black Trump supporters I talk to and are all like, none of them have said less than three or four. They all okay. say, I don't know what they're looking at. I don't believe the polls, but 
It, it's going to be my my prediction is going to be apropos to what 2020 has been like all year. 269, 269, contingent election, oh, then, contingent election, tiebreaker, uh-huh. a tiebreaker, uh-huh. the states, the states decide Trump wins 26, 24. Wow. Okay. Well, I wrote down your prediction and Jimmy's prediction. I will not, um, I will pull him out on election night, but I think I'm, he's going to take the whole thing. That's I'm going to let you finish talking, but you know, I want to let everybody, can't get to him because Stephanie's going to talk, but Art's a, got a great point. Art's on hold saying that the president won't lock himself in the basement, so at least he's got that going for him. Whatever you think, you got to admit that what he's doing in this it's last phenomenal. two weeks is, is shockingly is a 70-something-year-old man. They say he sleeps a couple hours a night eating um, Big Macs and yeah. Diet Cokes, but it's working. He needs to write Somebody a book. Somebody said he left one of those days. He did like four rounds. And, you know, could you, you're hyper if you get an exciting show or whatever. Right. And he got on the plane. I was like, is he sleeping? They said, no. He got on the plane. He said, can we do one more? Do we, I got one more in me. Well, thank you for calling, Art. When I had a show and nobody would call in, he was always a good caller in Midway. It's always good to see him up there. But, you know, I'm excited. Tuesday, he's got to win big. We don't need this to be going into January. And we got Vote against deciding. the left. Vote I against, am not yeah. a Trumper. I'm an anti-socialist, anti-1619 project, anti, you know, changing what we teach our kids, anti, anti-American people. That's what I'm against. And my other prediction is that Jeannie Ives is going to win big because she has a great team. I have the best interns, Ethan, Olivia, Kayla, Mary, James, and J.D. What about the Oberweiss race? Uh, what? Well, I, he's got he's got to win. I don't live in that district. He's got to win too. He's, well, he's taking. You, you, you're a Republican. I'm talking about the sixth win? district and Jeannie Ives I'm being talking all about in. The rest of the you could tell the majority wow. of people in the state, or the majority of people in Cook County, anyway, uh, that Jim Oberweiss was running, and they would think you were correct. They wouldn't care. They wouldn't know. Well, hopefully wow. he can pull it out. We need we need this state to go um, red and at least purple. You know. So I just want to say I'm all in. Uh, we've run a really good race. They work really hard, all the way from our volunteers to our interns. To our staff, and we're going to win big on Tuesday. And, and and I just think there are 30 black people across the United States running as Republicans for Congress. That is astronomical. Trump is a just an amazing person that's drawing everybody. And into the black the vote, Patrick was crazy. He's probably going to get the black women is going to be you and one and one other person. But, black <laughs> black men is going to be but about you know what? 20, 20, 25, which makes it about twelve and a half percent. He'll get thirteen percent of the black Jimmy's vote. Jimmy's mom talked about this. Dorothy Tillman on Saturday, like, why do they? Support separate the black vote between men and women. They don't because do that women any don't other vote race. Republican, that's why. Well, I don't believe that. Well, Charles, thank you very much for thinking of me. This was a lot of fun. Well, thanks for coming on with me. I knew it would be. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM560, The Answer. Shut up about politics. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home.